Hey there, friends. Welcome to episode 146 of Self Kind with me, Erica Webb. Today, it is just me. We're going to have a short little chat about why self kindness can kind of feel a little bit like going against the grain and also a little bit about why we just keep coming back to the basics and why it can feel a little bit like Groundhog Day, but in a good way. So stay tuned. Hi, and welcome to Self Kind with me, Erica Webb. This is a podcast about what it means to be, live and move through a lens of self-kindness. We'll look at the ways self-kindness can underpin our practices in movement, mindfulness and mindset to support us to be and do the things we so desire in the world. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's get into the show. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about why self-kindness can feel like it goes against the grain. And, you know, every week when I sit down to record these solo podcasts, I think, what kind of new spin can I put on the same ideas? And one of the things that I mentioned before that little normal intro was we're going to talk a little bit about how sometimes we just have to come back to the basics and not just sometimes, all the time, and how that is kind of just where the magic lies. And these two ideas maybe sound a little bit different to each other, but they're actually kind of the same idea in slightly different clothing. So we're going to talk about both of those things. And um, the link there being that when I sit down to think about, you know, what shall I talk about on the podcast this week? Ultimately, I am saying the same thing, right? Like, you know, I, I think you know this, we're talking about the same ideas from different perspectives and different pieces of the same puzzle. And we're talking about them on repeat, which is kind of the point, and sometimes I find myself wanting that to not be true. I want it to be shiny and new and, and you know, exciting in new ways. And while that's fine and that's great, the reality is that so much of what we kind of need and what we're looking for is already there in the basics. And it's really just this coming back time and time again to doing those same basic things. And... I don't know, maybe that is boring to some extent. I think it's a huge relief because in some ways it means that we can stop assuming that we just haven't found the magic bullet yet and give ourselves, um, you know, the space and the patience to come back to the same stuff. And yes, we can build on it. Yes, we can accessorize it. We can do all those things. But at the base of it, it comes back to the basics. So why does self-kindness sort of feel a little bit like going against the grain? Yesterday, I went to the grocery store and I haven't done this for ages, but I went down the magazine aisle. It's not as big as it used to be, um, but I went down that aisle to have a little look around. I I don't know if, if, if you know this, but my one of my um, periods of time studying at university was to do my master's of writing. Writing is something that I absolutely love doing. I haven't done as much of it in recent years, but it is one of my favorite things. And so it's always been, you know, magazine. I love magazines. I love books. I love, I love the written word. And so anyway, I used to read a lot more magazines. I don't read them now, but I was, that was a complete aside. Anyway, I was in the magazine aisle and I was looking at the magazines. And one of the things that struck me was, God, the headlines haven't changed much over the years. You know, those, those things that grab your attention and say, this is the important stuff inside those headlines haven't changed very much. And I took a photo of a few of them and it was things like, you know, uh, 30 days to like what you want. Um, 
walk away four kilos with our easy eight-week plan, get happy right now, all these things that are very immediate, very quick win, very um, even shaming in their conversation like their talk as though, you know, why haven't you got this yet because this is easy. Another one was um, basically like break bad habits using that kind of language that maybe makes us feel bad about ourselves. And it occurred to me while I was sort of standing there looking at these headlines that the narrative really hasn't changed very much around the world of fitness, wellness, and well-being. And a lot of it is through this lens of sort of making us feel like we don't yet measure up, that we're not yet enough, that there's something else we need to be doing in order to be worthy. And that might not be the words that are being used, but it's ultimately the message that lies underneath it. And very much feeding into this all or nothing way of thinking. So, you know, in that example of like eight weeks to a better whatever, almost as though if you just work hard enough for eight weeks, then you can forget about it forever again, right? Like you just need eight good weeks and then you're done. And when we think about self-kindness, when we think about movement through a lens that is more sustainable in terms of longevity, then, you know, eight weeks is just eight weeks in, in, a, in a big pile of weeks that we have ahead of us. And I don't have anything against eight-week programs. I've, you know, I've run an eight-week program myself. I have nothing against, you know, 30-day challenges. All of those things are useful and they all have their place. But I guess what I'm trying to sort of say is that this view of this view that takes a self-kind lens doesn't rely on any of that because we are focused in a different place. Our view is in a different, you know, in a different area. It's not about fixing ourselves. It's not about just being good enough. It's about allowing ourselves to meet ourselves where we are and to know that we're trying to develop or that we are developing. We're not trying, we are doing it. Develop a way of being with ourselves that is sustainable, a way of caring for ourselves that is in response to what we need. And one of the, um, I, I wrote about this in my member newsletter uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I did a little a little reel about this on Instagram as well. Um, and it relates to this topic. So let's talk about it a little bit. This idea of like rewriting the rules. So I don't know if you have ever played the game Uno, you know, the card game with all the colored cards, with the numbers and all that jazz. Uno has, you know, a very set set of rules. Like we know the rules. If you've played the game, although I did play this with my nephew the other day and it turns out we had slightly different rules. But anyway, we have a mostly agreed upon set of rules about how to play this game Uno. In recent editions, though, they have added in blank cards that you can write your own rules on. I'm not a big fan. I'm not going to lie. Not a big fan. And they added another rule that was like reshuffle the deck. And I'm like, what is this nonsense? I don't like this. But it made me think about the parallel with our movement practices and with the 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 kind of countercultural uh, approach that self kindness is. 
Because really, if you take, let's like zoom in on the micro of this Uno game. I sit down with my, at the time, six-year-old and he's like, blank cards, I'm making a pick up 30 card. This is going to be awesome. Of course, from a six-year-old's perspective, they don't think about the fact that they might get the pick up 30 card, right? Like that might be played on them. I can guarantee you that that would have resulted in tears. Anyway, they want to write this pick up 30 card. And I, in my response as a, you know, mature adult who has played Uno a million times and knows those rules, was like, no, you can't do that. That is so wildly out of the spirit of the game of Uno. No, like pick up 30 is obscene. You cannot do that. And really what we're doing with a self-kind focused practice of movement and self-care is introducing a new rule into the game of fitness, well-being, wellness, however you want to think about it, that is akin to that pick up 30 card in Uno. It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit the, the, um, what's the word? Uh, there's a word that I can't think of. It doesn't fit the, the main narrative that we're fed. Still can't think of that word, but the, the dominant, that's the one, the dominant narrative that is still circulating around what fitness, well-being, wellness, exercise, all of these things, what they are and what the rules are and about who you are in that process. Self-kindness doesn't fit the rules as we know them. It doesn't fit the rules as we've been fed them for years, decades. And so we're really working to try to like slip that pick up 30 card into a game of Uno and everyone else who's playing is like, dude, that doesn't fit here. You can't play like that. So when I when we sort of think about like why is self-kindness kind of going against the grain? Why does it feel sometimes like rubbing up against resistance? Why does it sometimes feel just like bloody hard? And part of it is because it just doesn't fit the narrative that we are a part of. And I think that's changing. I think that there is definitely some change around that. And I think that from an intellectual knowing point of view, most of us get that. And if you're listening to this podcast, you absolutely do. And you might have even gone the next step, right, where where you're living it and you're practicing it and you're doing that every day. But it still doesn't mean it's not going to be without its resistance and its moments of like, why does this feel hard, right? Like, why do I feel like I get sucked back into that that dominant narrative or that dominant culture all the time? And part of the reason is because it's the dominant one, right? It's the one that is still kind of um, like leading us. And so I, I, I think sort of to come full circle with this conversation around where we started with this idea that also it's about coming back to the basics, when we come up against this resistance, when we're like, why does this feel hard? Why does it feel like I'm going against the grain? The answer to that problem is to just keep going anyway. (laughs) Um, And it's this idea that, you know, it is just coming back to the basics. Like so many times when when I talk to um, people and, and have conversations with other people kind of doing this sort of work as well, the thing that they come back to and the thing that I come back to and the thing that, you know, the people that I talk with come back to too is this idea that there is no magic formula. You just come back to the basics. You come back to sitting with 
you know, what do I need now? You come back to sitting with, isn't that interesting that I'm I'm noticing this resistance or I'm noticing that um, that inner mean girl is back and she's she's sort of beating me up for all the things I didn't do today rather than celebrating the things that I did do today, even though that's what I would like to be doing. And that is kind of like, that is the secret. That is the secret is that we just keep coming back to practicing these simple things that aren't always easy that like that is that is it we just keep coming back to them we keep practicing them because what happens is when we hit up against something that feels perhaps um like subordinate to the dominant voice in in the world um is that it is easier not to fight that, right? Like it's easier not to, you know, if you think of any kind of um, movement like feminism or, or whatever, it's easier not to do that. It's easier actually just to stick with the way that things are. And the same with you, the same, it, it might not be comfortable in the sense that if you continue to not be self-kind, it doesn't feel good, but it's also potentially the path of least resistance because it's easy or, you know, like, cause it's efficient to keep doing the same thing. It's sort of like, it, it just becomes what you do. Um, or it's easy, even if it doesn't feel good, not to move your body more often because it's what you're used to, right? Like this, this sort of same idea. Um, but the only way around this is to come back to those simple practices of like noticing what, what do I need right now? What would feel kind? What would feel nurturing? What would feel, like it meets me where I need to be met today. What is it that I want? What is the outcome that I want? How do I want to feel? All of these questions we can come back to. And from a movement point of view, you know, we can come back to the simple basic practices of like breathing and moving our joints through um, a range that takes us out of, you know, just that fixed position of sitting at a computer all day or whatever it might be. So that's, you know, that's kind of like, I know I've jumped around a little bit, but that those two ideas, I hope, I hope they make as much sense side by side to you as they do to me, um, because I think it is also a little bit countercultural or a little bit, um, you know, it's it's not the dominant way to think. To think that yeah, we just keep coming back to the basics, and that that is enough. And like I said earlier, we can accessorize those basics. We can you know still desire. Um, you know, change within the basics as well. Like that doesn't mean that we can't move beyond them. Of course we, we can, but um, coming back to breathing well, to, you know, making sure that we're resting and we're sleeping and we're drinking water and we're doing all those things and we're taking our joints through their range and we're um, moving regularly and, and all those simple, simple things that, again, simple doesn't necessarily mean easy, but they're not, they're not wildly, um, outside of the scope of what we can understand, right? Like they're just they're simple, simple things to um, understand, but perhaps not as easy to to execute on. And so we just keep coming back to like, well, how could I make this easier? What? How could I show up for this today? Um, and understanding why sometimes it is tricky to show up for ourselves, why it is tricky to stay committed to self kindness, because it's not just you, right? Like it's the whole dominant culture that we're a part of that makes that challenging. And I don't think that that means that we then just like go, oh, well, this is too hard and we, we don't do anything about it. Um, 
but there's that element of, oh, okay, that's why this is, you know, that's part of the reason why this is hard. And when we know that, then we have, I think, more space and capacity to just like get a bit of space from that and be like, okay, that's why. Okay. And I keep trying and I keep going and I keep committing and recommitting to self-kindness and moving my body and connecting with myself and trusting myself and all of these things that don't necessarily come in the blink of an eye, but with continued practice, get easier and easier and make more and more of an impact. All right. My alarm's about to go off to tell me I need to go pick up my kids from school. So I'm going to wrap us up there. I know I jumped around a little bit from a couple of different ideas, but um, I would love to know how this lands with you. Does it bring up questions? Does it bring up ideas? I would love to hear your ideas, your thoughts, your questions, your additions, your subtractions. Um, and if you have any you know, stuff that you want me to touch upon in future episodes as well. And if you are listening and you haven't yet left me a rating or a review over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen, don't think you can actually do um, reviews on Spotify, but you can certainly do them over on Apple Podcasts. And I would be so grateful if you would take the time to do that. You just head over to Apple Podcasts um, to where this where Self-Kind with Erica Webb is, scroll right down to the bottom and leave a rating and a review. I would be so grateful for the time that it takes you to do that. It makes such a big difference to help other people find the podcast. Um, and I love to hear what you think. All right. Until next week, keep being kind to yourself and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Self-Kind. If you loved it, why not share it? And while you're there, take the time to subscribe, rate and review the show. I'd love you to come hang out with me more too. You'll find me over on Instagram at ericaweb underscore selfkind. And you can sign up for my e-newsletter by heading to my website, ericaweb.com.au. While you're there, you can also read up more about the Self-Kind Hub and other ways of working with me. Until next time, keep being kind to yourself. Bye.